before I start this podcast, um, I recorded this episode before I decided to become sober. So if I sound drunk, it's probably because I was. Um, but yeah, I didn't relapse or anything like that. So enjoy the episode. And again, this was before I decided to become sober. Episode number 24. I'm Evan Bogart. With me today is my co-host David Parshall, and we got a show for you today. Uh, yeah. So bright. Holy shit. What? Something just like, it's just kind of like super bright. Did you accidentally It's hit? my bolt head, so. No, it's not that. It's the light. Just like that super bright. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh. Are you using those, uh, those lights? Yep, from the uh, from the the television studio. Yeah, uh, basically, while we were recording, we were doing FaceTime, and uh, I decided to get the lights out, and so David could see me because my new desk is like in a corner, and it's pretty dark. So I bust out the LED lights, and uh, yeah. So. Where are you in the house? I am. Kitchen table? No. That's with the last time I podcast. Did you rearrange the house? Yeah. We completely rearranged it. Because Laura wanted to, so we did. And it's nothing like a woman's touch. Yes, exactly. So, uh, call the show, 585 yeah, right And uh, email the show, thebogartpodcast at gmail.com. And so, uh, yeah, how's you? Well, last time we recorded was last <laughs> Saturday, right? I don't even remember. Saturday or Sunday or... Yeah, it was Saturday. Something. It was New Year's Eve. And... New Year's Eve. Was it New Year's yep, Eve? We recorded and... Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I didn't even make it to midnight. Oh, you didn't? I don't think. Well, let's refresh. I like... So, you know, Harper tried her hardest to stay up mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what time it was that she was like out out like a light but like the fireworks were just like going on like crazy when when we got done doing the video I I took her downstairs to go see if we could see if, see any fireworks but we couldn't we could hear them yeah. but we couldn't see any and then so like it's gotta be around it had to have been midnight because just like the fireworks were non-stop oh really for like for like I don't know how long it was but it would have been great to see them but I was in bed it was probably in the state of Florida at the point yeah well like we're like in the heart of the city right mm-hmm. and um I guess one of the so there's a couple bridges like real close because there's a shit ton of bridges in this in this town um, 
one of them, the Matthews Bridge, made famous in that one Limp Bizkit song. Okay. Uh, it was like, John Otto, take him to the Matthews Bridge. Hey, uh, yeah, so they're from Jacksonville. Uh, there's some redneck fuckers from Jacksonville. Anywho, so Jess was saying that, like, one of the bridges right by, it's a, they're doing the fireworks off of that. And, uh, yeah, but it was crazy. I can see why, like, vets with PTSD don't like, you know, like, the 4th of July and, you know, and fireworks and all that shit because it was crazy. I mean, I've never been in war. I've been in, like, fake war. Yeah. Uh, but um, nothing where I've ever, like, experienced anything traumatizing because mm. I didn't fight in any wars. But, yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, going on, like, nonstop for what seemed like hours, but it was probably only, like, 15 minutes. But, yeah, so that was our New Year's Eve. Yeah, we uh, we stayed up till midnight, and uh, I opened up a bottle of champagne, and it didn't, it wasn't that easy. Like you said before, you had the one bottle that was, like, uh, opposite from Righty Tighty Lefty Lucy. Mine was yeah. just a regular cork, but it was... See, those I have no problem with. Yeah. Me, though, with my hands, my my lengthy hands... With your with your Parkinson's? Yeah, with my Parkinson's hands. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit rough, but I finally got it out, and uh, there's a lot of views on my uh, Instagram of that, because I posted on Instagram, real, and it's booming, I think. Are you, are you trying to open it, or are you drinking? No, I was, well, both. I would, you know, I yeah. popped it, and then I drank it, and I said, Happy New Year's to your family, to yeah. ours. So, so you sent that to me via text message, like, oh, how thoughtful. Yeah, and I post that on Instagram, and I think it's booing, so maybe I'll go viral, and then people start seeing our uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. But, yeah, so we did that, and we, I think we watched the Central New York time. Central New York time? There's no Central New York or, time. Uh, one New York yeah. time, that's Eastern time. Yeah, no, uh, Central time in the United States. We watched that ball drop, and then we fell asleep, so... Cool. Yep, cool, cool. and uh, we made a bunch of fried, uh, air fryer food, and yeah, it was a good time. But I think we talked we, about that in the last podcast, so. Yeah, we ended up watching the Hobbit trilogy. Okay. How was that? You know, Rings, I've seen and, the and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I've watched the Lord of the Rings, and I've n- haven't seen the Hobbit. It was pretty. Good. Yeah. If you're in, if you're into the J.R. Tolkien stuff, like I, I I saw one of the movies, the second one in theaters. Okay. Back when it came out, mm-hmm. didn't see the first one or the last one, but it's all on Amazon Prime. Okay. I think is what we watched it. So we watched all of it the whole weekend. Nice. Sun Sunday and Monday. Yeah, I and remember. Started... I remember when uh, the I think the first Lord of the Rings came out. It was, uh, my dad, uh, was, he was a a lead Bible school teacher. And so he was like, oh, let's, let's take the kids to go see Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings, isn't it like two and a half hours long? God, they're like three hour long movies. So, uh, 
in like I'm not a big sci-fi person. Never been. Well, you're good. You're luck because I don't think it's sci-fi. Okay, fantasy sci-fi. I think it's just. I think it's just fi. Okay. Fantasy, right? Because then, so no way, sci-fi means science fiction, right? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it's just fantasy. Yeah, it's fantasy movie stuff, and I remember. uh, telling my dad I was like uh yeah I'm gonna go to the bathroom so I went to the bathroom and I ended up playing arcade games for uh the last hour of for, it for, for three hours yeah so yeah it's I mean I when I got older I started watching more of the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that but uh yeah it's not you know it, it's not my cup of tea yeah, it's not for everyone. My uncle Scott loves the Lord of the Rings stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the Lord of the Rings is so old. Oh yeah. That I'm I'm pretty sure like my cousin Nathan got him the trilogy on VHS. Oh really? Way back in the day, and like the extended cut, I, I think. So that it was like even longer and boring. It's like it's so boring. The extended cuts are so boring. Yeah. And Frodo is just worthless. He's just worthless. He's he you know, isn't the, he the one that the saves the the whole realm of the fucking movie? He's yeah, he's transporting like the f- he just drops drops the ring in the fire. Yeah. Struggles to get there. Yeah. But yeah. And then we started the Rings of Power, which is on Amazon, like the that takes place a thousand years before the Fellowship of the Ring or whatever, or the. Hobbit or whatever it was whatever came first not like the movies wise but um, you know and I was just like falling asleep watching that I was like, ah, I'm going to bed and I was at like 10 o'clock yesterday yeah and it's what Wednesday yep and nothing's nothing's been going on that's it yeah um, how many what day is it today it's the fourth mm-hmm. so like Four days into sober year. Oh yeah, how's it? Three, three hundred and sixty-one to go. No problem at all. No. No. Now, how are you gonna do when we do the podcast studio? And I want to have a couple of beers. Am I not gonna be, be able fine. to drink? You can drink. I'm not a. I'm not addicted to alcohol. I'm not one of those people that's gonna get triggered. Well, know? I don't know. I mean, some people have addictive personalities and stuff like that. So I mean, I nope. I can't. You know what? In fact, I encourage you to drink. Oh, don't don't say and that. And you should let me make your co- you should let me make your cocktails. All right. So, uh, into that being said, uh, hopefully tomorrow, after. Uh, Laura gets out of work. If it's not raining and pretty shitty, I'm going to ask her. Wait, it's winter. It should be snowing. Yeah, I know. But uh, good upstate <laughs> New York weather is like 40 degrees and foggy all day. That's that January thaw, right? Yeah, something like that. But uh, I think it's a lot of Obama. Yeah, I want to go look at some sheds. Uh, I, cool. I'm thinking we're going to do that. I'm thinking, um, we, uh, I emailed the park managers up in Cook Properties here at uh, good old Wishingwell Trailer Park, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to see either I can get the shed for free across the road, 
It's like a big mm-hmm. red shed. I think it would be perfect. Uh, if we can't get that, then I'm going to, yeah, purchase the shed. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, with, with Lowe's and, and Home Depot, you can do like a, like, finance it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Where you have a small monthly down payments and. I don't want to use my, because I have a Lowe's card. And it has like yeah. a billion dollar limit. And I don't really want to use that in, unless I have a case of emergency or stuff like that. Yeah, and a shed, a shed's not an emergency. No. So I'm going to, they have a big sign on 5 and 20 in, uh, where I live. It says rent to own. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's like a rent-a-center, you know? It's probably not like a rent-a-center, but, you know, you're like... <sighs> Or, like, paying for it until you pay it off type yeah. of thing. So, yeah, so, I mean... But I'd say don't make any, um... Well, we need a shed anyways. Don't make, make, don't make any major purchases until the spring. Yeah, I'm just going to look into it and see what they have. Because I've been looking at... Because, you know, what I told you before, like, I'm worried about the winters and stuff like that. Like, ruining the equipment inside. But... I bit. I looked on Amazon. They have a uh, AC unit, right, that goes mm-hmm. into the windows, and yep. they they have them now where they blow heat and cool. So it's like a kind mm-hmm. of like a central air, and you know the shed is not that big, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure if you know if it, let's say the coldest the coldest nights, I could plug it in and turn on the heat and blow that might increase the electric bill a little bit but yeah so just uh get a small little space heater in there yeah keep it keep it like at like 50 degrees yeah something like that i'm and then the other thing too is that i might have to get a security camera out there that's okay but uh ring sells pretty affordable ones and uh, so, yeah, I've been, yeah, I'm thinking we're going to probably do that. Let's get a shed and do that because my dad brought up a good point. Um, when, if we did get in the office space and we started getting going and stuff like that, and we ended up getting like a business license and stuff like that to make money and we were ac- accessible to disability people like with wheelchairs and stuff like that they can sue us that's how they some people are go out of their way to sue people just because their businesses aren't accessible and stuff like that my dad he is the worst he's been sued so many times he knows all about it no he hasn't been sued but he he's the devil advocate let's say that because he always looks at the negative on everything and so mm-hmm. he, I mean, it's a good opinion, but at the bad opinion, because if I, I, I mean, it's just, yeah, he got, he brought up some good points and he, it's like, well, if you're like, you know, running from an office place, yeah. it's not your job or it's not your priority to make sure that the whole place is accessible to handicapped Yeah. Like, that's the that's the person that's the uh, the property, property manager, manager owner, if, so yeah. if you will. I mean, you're not the property manager. Like you, 
Like, if it's not accessible to handicap, then you, you know, like Mr. Evan Paul, Evan Curtis Bogart can go and sue the property manager because this place isn't except, except handicap folk and, he, and you uh, cater to the uh, handicap people on the podcast, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, it's, I, I just don't want to take the risk of anything happening uh, and stuff like that and be even more, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, besides the matter, we're gonna get a shed. I'm gonna look into it, and we're gonna do it. My dad, it was funny. Uh, I called my mom. I called my mom every other day just to see how she's doing. And my uh, my mom's like, you know what Dad said? And I'm like, what? She's like, he's like, you better save up for a wedding. I'm like, why? Who's getting who's getting married? Well, no, I'm. He just thinks that we're gonna get married, me and Laura. Yeah, you should. Well, you know, I, I you as I told my mom, almost, as, you have been together for almost ten years. What are you afraid of? You can't be afraid of commitment because you've been committed to each other for almost ten yeah, years. Yeah, but me and Laura had the same opinion. If we we're gonna ever get married, it would be like go to the courthouse and have a couple people over and get drunk and whatnot. But hey, that's okay. Yeah, you know? it's just that though. Like, I think it—it's just like this. Marriage, right? You know, it's like another commitment, and sometimes that commitment, even further than the one you have now, can break a person. If that makes sense. What are you so afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not. Me and Laura have been together for seven and something years. If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. Besides, I know a perfect photographer. Uh, that would be your wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, maybe I can hire your wife to do uh, group photos of me, Lucy, Maddie, and Laura. Maybe. So, I mean, like... I'll, uh... I'll uh I'll sh- I'll shoot that buyer and uh, see what she charges, because a lot of the times what she like people you know, not all the time but on occasion commission her to design a tattoo, okay, and she doesn't charge what she should, uh, and people come to her to, to design something, and she doesn't charge what she should, and she's done a couple of weddings for our friends. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh, it's our it's our gift to you. Yeah. And I mean, that's what happened with our with the people that took the photos at our wedding. Okay. Um, didn't you say you didn't even get the photos yet? Or something? Yeah, we don't we don't even have the photos. Oh my god. Yeah, like, we had to go and like buy the photos from her, but you know she took the photos for free because she uses like some kind of like third party thing. And uh, but Jess's grandparents bought the photos. Okay. So we don't even have the photos that we're winning, but yeah. And I'm like, I mean, I haven't talked to my mom in forever, but so, you know, so she's got their, her wedding video. Yeah. I'm gonna, I told her to like, when people ask for recommendations for a caterer, use this person. My old boss is what I, what I tell her. Um, tell her to recommend my old boss. And then I'm going to start telling her to recommend Jessica for when we go back up there. Mm-hmm to be a photographer well you know that's a that's a 
double-edged sword there. I mean, she might be good at taking photos, but, like, what happens if the person doesn't like the photos and ends up suing her? Well, then you shouldn't have hired. Mmm, that's... It, do you... Has she ever photographed a wedding before? Yeah. Oh, she has? Mm-hmm. How many? Two like, of them. Two. Okay. Two. Two. I mean, she used to be a professional photographer. Like, got paid to be a photographer. Okay. And she's published, too. A published author. Oh. Or, I don't want to say author, but a published writer in, you know, papers and whatnots. And, yeah. Hmm. So she used to, you know, get paid. This was, like, before the Navy. I think in college. So when she's, you know... Most college kids are baristas or whatever. She was a photographer. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I mean, she like knows she her, did. She knows her stuff. She's not gonna go in with no idea what she's doing. She has some kind of knowledge, mm-hmm. you know. But you know what? That yeah. you know. She uses a like a M seven camera. Okay. It makes a Nikon look like a disposable. <laughs> oh, but um. What I thought think would be like a cool like I'm sure there's people out there that do it. So the one wedding that she did of our friends that was in Kentucky. So we have a little Kodak uh, disposables. Disposable, not a disposable. Uh, it's a, a a Polaroid. I'm sorry, not a Kodak. A Polaroid, okay. like the new the new wave Polaroid, where it like takes forever to print out this tiny little picture that's like that. Yeah. Big. So we had like a, a photo booth, right? Where you know we had all the all the things, yeah. and people could go and, and take pictures and go reload it themselves and hung hang it up on this thing. So like do a thing like that, but with disposable cameras. And I thought this was like the greatest thing I've seen seen it a couple of times. You take an old Volkswagen bus, right? You make it drivable, but then you make it a photo booth, and you call it. A photo bus, so you get into the into the back seat, right? And then you got you're like looking at the front of the where the steering, where the driving section is. So you got like you know the the camera yeah. thing there, mm-hmm. and like a and like a box or something. You can either do like an iPad or like an actual camera. And then you know in the back you got all the props that people can pick yeah. and, and put on, and they sit in there and then they you know do a photo booth. Yeah, bus. The only devil, devil's advocate, my, like my dad would say, someone trips and falls off your bus. Is now is it reliable for the people that threw and the wedding, or why you have an LLC, right? A limited liability where you are not liable. They can't go after you personally for stuff, and you know you. I don't know. It's but, my it's um, my dad's advocate. It's a uh, it's. It's enter at your own risk type yeah. of thing. Everyone signs it off. You are, you you are not liable for someone getting hurt. No. I mean, if you like, you, know, you go to places like hotels. A good example. We are not. They, they are. They always have a thing that says we are not liable for vehicles getting broken into or damaged or stolen stolen goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no. it's it's. I don't know. I lately my dad's advice is caught up to me and I think of everything like triple. Like 
triple like you would think about it once think about it twice think about it three times and like i don't know maybe it's just my old age getting up there what do you mean you're only 29 yeah, 29 but uh motherfucker you look 40 i know uh my hair a funny funny thing about today so um laura was like oh i gotta cut your hair and so today i looked in the mirror when i was taking a shit at work and my middle of my head if you look at my face it's bald uh-huh. up top but there's a little hair yeah. growing and it was a mohawk yeah it was like a little mohawk and i'm <laughs> like oh my god so like i took the water from the sink and I'm matting it down, like trying to. And so yeah, tomorrow the shade or the beard's gonna go, and the the hair is gonna go. Oh, just leave the hair, man. Just keep growing out. Yeah, you know? and then I look like fucking weirdo '70s porn star. <laughs> so just leave the mustache. Nah, Laura doesn't like the mustache. I had a mustache. I actually, so this past, I think it was fall. I had a mustache for a while, like I think a week, and Laura didn't kiss me. She then, uh, she was like, "Nope, the mustache has got to go." And I, I wanted to have it for a while, but yeah, got him. I hate facial hair. Happy wife, happy and life. As you can, as you can see, I got all this. Yeah, I'm just so lazy, and I don't want to shave. Yeah. And I need to get a new razor. I think I have another one. I use disposable ones, and they last me months and months and months because I don't have a lot of facial hair. But that's okay. Yeah. With me though, I have to. I have to prepare. So, if I have like, if I want to, sh- let's say I grew my beard out for like, let's say a month, I have to get a certain kind of shaving cream, a certain kind of razor, and I have to go to town. It takes me about 15 minutes to get. From a full beard to butt naked skin. So, what you should do is go to a barber shop okay. that has you know the shaving package. Just treat yourself. Yeah, but you know, you know what though? You're like, you're like, do your magic, cause yeah. Go go to yeah. So like, get you know, get a fancy fancy haircut with your eight inch part, and uh, <laughs> get shaved. With a straight razor. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's a, it's an ordeal having facial hair. And you know what though, I've been thinking that we talked about this in the past podcasts, going to Turkey for two grand and getting hair implants. <laughs> yeah, I, you gonna do it? Uh, man, it's tempting. It's only two grand, and they put you up in a hotel and they give you surgery and all that. But nah, I don't know. But I guess you know what, with me going down the road and being bald, I, it's just it's it's just life now, you know. And you know what's crazy though? Because I was like, Laura, can I wear a hat at the hospital? She's like, No. I'm like, Okay. So I'm so used to people seeing me bald now. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> um, speaking of like your your hair and all that's like that. Christmas photo of your your brother and your dad and your family. Yeah, all bald. It's like Paul is like gray. Yeah, he's getting he's getting. I mean, he I think he's. 
probably what 30 37 36 or 37 yeah Man, that, that dude is great yeah he's getting well my dad he, I mean, he's white, like white hair all over. And yeah. I, you know, I'm, my beard right now is like pepper. You know, they have some white, some gray. So it's getting like every day, it's getting more pepper throughout, not the whole body, but like my beard and shit like that. So. Yeah, you should should see my cousin Nathan. He's got a lot of gray. Oh, really? Yeah, and my oldest sister Heather. She's got a lot of gray too. Oh wow, that's crazy. But Nathan's Nathan's lives in a house with four girls. Now is well, if people don't know who Nathan is, it's David's cousin. Uh, we grew up with him throughout the ages and stuff like that. But um, so mm-hmm. now is all four of him. All four girls. There's his kids, his his wife and his three daughters. Okay, so there's a daughter in there that's not his biological. His wife and his wife is one. Oh, okay, and okay. And his his three. His oh, three I meant like three. I thought he had three or four kids. So. No, uh, four girls. Wow. His wife and his three daughters. That's crazy. Yeah. I. It's it, that's. That's uh, I don't know. He's gonna carry a big shotgun once they get older. Yeah. Well, the oldest, she's gotta be like ten or eleven or twelve. Okay. So now, that kind of brings up, uh, once you get older, and your daughter starts dating and stuff like that. She can't be thirty-five. Oh, shit! I dropped my phone. Um, 35? Yeah. That's kind of a long stretch there, my friend. Yeah. They usually rebel after the age of 12 or 13. Yeah. So, but, you know what, though? What about you? You gonna let your girls date? (laughs) Other other dogs around in the park? They're neutered. Or not neutered, but spayed, so... Oh, perfect. So they can date all they want. Yep. There was, uh, Laura showed me a clip of, uh, this dog bus. It was, uh, basically this, uh, person had this bus and the dogs would go with them and sit in a bus seat and they would go for long walks. So basically it was like a a dog walking service Mm -hmm. and they would just, the dogs would go up and jump out of the seat and get buckled and you know that'd be a fucking cool job to have so what is it okay so where dogs just ride on a yep, bus they ride on a bus and they get buckled in and then they go to a, some kind of park or something like that and then the owner the people that walk the dogs would take them off the bus and let them walk and then they deliver them home interesting yeah you gonna, you gonna do it? No, I mean this was a, a Instagram story, so I'd, it's probably out oh. somewhere far from here. But yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say it, but anyways, um, say it. Nah, it's say it. Nah, that's all right. Anyways, say it. No, Jesse White. 
movie review this week. Well, yeah, it's because you did this other episode like three three days later. Yeah, no, I he's <sighs> gonna he's gonna do a Megan. I think that's what the movie's called. I'm not really sure, but uh, he, uh, I texted him and was like, what's the next movie review? And he said that movie, and yeah. Actually, speaking of movies, uh, we took Harper to see the new Avatar movie. Yep. How'd she do? Yeah. She did great. Yeah. She watched the whole movie. They got up to go pee once, like midway through the movie. I didn't have anything to drink in the movie, and I just I had to pee so bad by the end of it. Oh, so you hold it in the whole movie? Well, I didn't have anything to drink in the movie, so I don't know why I had to pee, but I just ended up having to pee. Maybe it was your anxiety? I don't think so. No. I'm trying to think, what did I have before? I I think I had a cup of coffee. Oh, that's going to do you in. Before we went, but, yeah, like, that three-hour movie just, like, ate up the whole day. It was, like, at 10.30 in the morning showing, and we got out at three hours later. And we came home for lunch, and then we immediately after lunch went to go grocery shopping, and boom, the whole day. Was she uh, pooped out? Uh, yeah, I think so. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, no. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good movie. So whatever Jesse said in the movie review... Yeah. Maybe I agree, maybe I don't agree. I don't know, because I don't know what he said, but yeah, it was good I think movie. it was a three out of five, he said. Okay. So... But, uh, That's a rookie score. Oh, I you know what, dude? <laughs> I think he does the greatest movie reviews I've seen. He should start. I, I, ha- I haven't. I haven't listened to. You'll it. have to listen to it. I'll, I'll have to. Yeah. He like prepares for it, and it it's crazy. Like he should start his own Instagram page, and just do movie reviews. He might be picked up from some radio station or TV, and make a career out of it. He's so good. I he did um he I think it was like I don't know if it was like Thursday or Friday he did movie reviews but he would post them on Instagram and he would talk about it and I'm like hey why don't you you know I'll pay you to go to the movies do a review and you know and he was like hell hell yeah I'll do it and I paid him twice to do two movie reviews and I think it was the best money I've ever spent Hands down. He is so didn't good. didn't even have to go see the movie, right? I didn't even have to go see the movie. So, he could be just looking it up on uh, Google reviews and shit like that. and just. But you know what? Best money I've ever spent. <laughs> well, that's good. And you oh, know what? It just helps him out, too. He gets to see if movies are for free. So. Yeah. And I, I know the boy loves movies. Yeah. So, I mean, like... I, you know what, like, I think, I you know, I'm not 100% where this is going to go, like the podcast, you know, but if it goes far and we do well and we grow, I want to bring as many people as possible with me and to do this thing. You'll get picked up by Spotify for $20 million. Was that like Joe Rogan money? Ex- exclusively with Spotify. No, I don't. I don't do this. Do you? What do you? Uh, what do you use for your music listening? You know, do when you, I do you do Spotify or do you just like Pandora Radio or uh, just listen up, look up songs on YouTube? Oh wait, no, you got your little box thing. What is it? Hey Google, 
Hey Google, play the Backstreet Boys. No, okay, so did it hear me? No, it doesn't hear because I have no oh. headphones. But uh, no, I use uh, Sirius Satellite Radio to listen to my oh, to listen to my music. Sirius Satellite. You don't even have a car. What do you do with Sirius Satellite well, Radio? Well, they have the app. They have. I could play on my Google. But uh, I use Sirius Satellite Radio. Um, I don't. I had like three months free. But once it hit December, I started paying, and I'll probably cancel it and try to get another three months free. Yeah. But yeah. You'll have to use a different email address. No, I I had it before. I got three months free, and then I canceled it, and then they're like, "Oh, join again for three months free." So I was like, "Fuck it." Okay. Okay. So I uh, I joined again, and then once it hit December, I started paying. Um, but. Uh, I usually, you can, well, I don't know if I can say it, but whatever. Um, I use a earpiece at work on the weekends. What? Oh my God. Yeah. I, I use a earpiece, uh, and I listen to music and, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, I use Apple music. Okay. Now, how much does that uh, it's like ten bucks a oh, month. Oh, that's not I, bad. I really need to. I really just need to buy the year subscription of it to like save a couple bucks. Yeah. What it? What? What's a year like? Fifty something bucks. Uh, like a hundred dollars. Don't do it. I can tell you this much right now. I've been doing it for a year already. Well, do you listen to music uh, at the gym all the time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that would make yeah. sense. So, yeah, that'd probably be worth your investment. But yeah, I uh, I only listen to music on the weekends when I work. I'll have the earpiece in and I'll listen to. There's a station called Project Emo, and it plays like uh, 2000s to now um, emo music. And uh, you know, I I you love it. Right? You love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Makes you feel like you're in high school again. Oh, yeah. Because you're stuck in high school. When I was in 2006, I would listen to... That's all I would listen to was, like, emo music. And, uh, yeah, so... That, you know, I... It brings me back to days where we didn't have to worry about bills. We didn't have to worry about... Shit. Yeah. But now, I am so, 29 years old and paying bills. Remember, I can't remember if it was, I don't think it was the last one, but the previous one, we were talking about how much we spent Okay. for the holidays. So, like, my credit card bill was due, so I just, like, put everything on the credit card this holiday Yeah, season. what was the damage? 1600 bucks. Mm, damn. Not all of it was Christmas-related. But majority of it was Christmas. Like, God damn! It's like that doesn't sound right. It's like doing this in my, doing this the math in my head. I'm like, I spent this, 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 this. but yeah, sixteen hundred bucks. Like, now, can you look up your uh, purchase history? Yeah, yeah that's what, yep. yeah, yeah. Just make sure there's no like, funky uh, charges. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, so I, it was <sighs> I I Coles. I used put everything on my Coles card this year. It was two hundred of them that I placed everything for Christmas gifts for my family, and uh, and then I placed 
uh, no, I actually saved money for the ring for Laura, saved everything for that, and then, uh, yeah. So I didn't really spend that much on Christmas this year. This is like the whole like holiday season. I mean, a lot, not all the stuff was Christmas. Oh, so like, but... like fast food, if you're going out to get uh, Christmas presents yeah. and shit like that, that's dangerous. Don't do that, man. You get a habit of doing that, putting everything on your credit card. But it's the best way to build credit. You put everything on the credit card and you pay it off. <laughs> I guess if if you can afford it. Yeah, I. And that's what I'm. That's what we're gonna do when we buy all the podcast stuff. I'm gonna put it all on my credit card, and you're gonna pay me for it, and then boom, two hundred dollars with the cash back. Now, okay, so am I? Are we split in the two hundred dollars. <laughs> No way, dude! It's my credit card. I guess. I guess. I guess you could say that it, it would be a payback for doing the podcast with me. So, but uh, yeah. So now we need to talk about how we need to do a fundraiser, like a GoFundMe. Yep. Or actually, no. It would be. It wouldn't we, be a GoFundMe. It would be a Kickstarter. A GoFundMe. It's a GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFund David. GoFundMe. All right. Let's yeah. go. Let's hear it. So. Like, I was telling you, I, I think I, I, yeah, I sent it to you. So, years ago, like two, three, three years ago, just like looking at guitars, right? I come up across a dream guitar, the Zach Wilde Signature Les Paul Custom, and left handed, which is like unheard of. Right? Rare. I'm a left handed, I'm a left handed guitar player. Um, there's only one other that I've seen, and it was the camo one. So, there's like two that I know of. There's possibly a third that I've seen, um, but I can get more to that later. Uh, so it was like right before the corona happened, I think. Um, I you know saw it on Reverb, and the guy had it priced like at the time like ridiculously priced. And then you know he he listed it a couple times, took it off, listed, relisted it, um, and then like years went by, and I'm just looking last night. And he relisted it. Or a, the guitar, a guitar, of Zach Wildless Ball Custom got relisted. Or listed, I should say. So I click on it, and it was the dude from who was selling it from yesteryear. And because I remember, because the guy's shop is called Your Mom. Like, Your Mom. Okay. You know, Y-O-U-R, Mom. Your Mom's, your mom's reverb shop. And he, you know... He's a wheeling and dealing on the reverb, and he, uh, he's, so he's had that guitar for a bunch of years, and a lot of the parts are, not a, not a lot of parts, but you know, the strap buttons, the knobs, and the pickups have been replaced. Okay. And he's, he's asking 11 grand for it, and it's like, you know, there's a, there's a bunch on there listed for around that price, little less, little more, that are not selling, so it's like, yeah, he's asking way too much for it. Uh... Ones for that year because it's a 2004 uh, have sold for 10 grand, 7 grand, and 5 grand. Because I was looking like before we did the episode, so he's got a list for 11. We're doing a GoFundMe for twelve thousand dollars, whatever, whatever I don't spend, we'll donate to a charity of our choice. So we started GoFundMe to you buying a Les Paul guitar, yep. 
not just any. The Zach Wild, Les Paul Custer. Now I can I can see people already being like, why are we GoFunding me for a guitar when we can be funding? Why Why would I want to spend my hard-earned money that I worked so hard for when I can just have people buy it for me? Yeah, I don't know if that. That's how GoFundMe works. Usually it's... That's exactly how GoFundMe works. I, I think uh, it's more for uh, people that are in distress and have... I am in distress. I am depressed <laughs> because I don't have this guitar. No. Y- I, have the, I have the counterfeit version that I spent like 200 bucks on, and then I bought, you know, $200 pickups okay, so, for it. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think that's a good idea... <laughs> Why? I don't know. Listen, I'm depressed, okay? I'm without my family. All I have is my amazing wife and daughter here. You know, I'm a bajillion miles away from home. I have no friends here. Uh, And I'm depressed. All I have is my wife and kid who are the world to me. And, you know, this guitar will make me happier. Yeah. So it can just just sit in its case and never be played. And uh, when I'm an old man, I'll sell them all and leave all the money to the kid. So, uh, so let's talk about the investments of your guitars you have now. Okay. So, uh, as, as of now, how much do you think in total is your guitar inventory? Well, let me see. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven guitars, electric guitars, Eight, eight electric guitars here okay. in sunny North Florida. I have one at my Uncle Scott's house. So that's nine. Then I have my bass there also. So that's ten. Then I have one acoustic here. So that's eleven. And then I have a guitar that I took the strings off because the neck was all warped. So that's eleven, right? Or 12. I think so, yeah. I don't know. I think it was 11. Yeah, right? 11. And then I have an acoustic guitar that I left at my sister's house because one of the kids is left-handed and it's all it's all beat to shit. So I'm like, yeah, I just have at it. So that's 12, right? Yep. And then I have a classical guitar that I got when I was in college for music production. Because, you know, I was like, I already knew how to play, but they wanted me to learn how to play classical. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just want to play rock and roll. I don't, I'm not interested in learning all this musical theory just to hit record for somebody. So that's what, 13, 13 guitars? Um, Damn. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six of them are worth something. Okay, so now let's say this. Let's say your apartment catches on fire and those guitars were in the fire. Do you have them insured? We have renter's insurance up to... Billion dollars? I don't know, like $100,000 I think is what the thing is. So I don't have $100,000 worth of gear, but, uh, yeah, if I lose them, I will be oh so sad. Word of advice that I got, and I still have to do it, um, I called my in, uh, uh, property insurance 
Well, I mean, basically travelers insurance. And uh, the lady said that within the new year, we have to take photos of what's in the house. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, let's say, something happens to our place and it catches on fire, they know what's in our house so they can insure mm-hmm. it. Because people lately have been just trying to start fires in their houses and just claiming the shit that's in it. So yeah. with photos of whatever's in your house and you send it to the insurance company, they know have on record of what you own. So yeah. I, I, I would do probably tomorrow or the next day is just take photos of whatever you have. Like, yeah, because the other thing too is that, uh, um, she told me too, is that, uh, the ring on our doorbell can be deductible from each month of our payment for our insurance because we have security cameras. We have two. We have one in the front or the front door and we have one in the house so th- that could be deducted off of our renter's insurance because right. what what happened was I paid my uh, monthly uh, you could basically pay monthly or you could pay for the whole year yep. and we did the whole oh, year did you? yeah I was thinking about yeah. doing it because it's only like it's not that expensive but I was a little bit late on my payment and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I completely forgot about it. And so I talked to them for a while and, uh, yeah, so she just, I, you know, I asked her what kind of, uh, discount I can get. And she was like, if you can take pictures, if you can, uh, prove that you have a ring in the front door and stuff like that. And then the, um, I probably even save even more because I'll have a security camera on the shed. So, I mean... It's, I mean, it's, it's a new world now. Everywhere, you gotta have cameras. And, you know what? I think it's a brilliant thing to do. (laughs) If you have your own place, have a camera. Uh, And then, yeah, it's just, it's a whole new world. Yeah, there's uh, one apartment on our floor of, like, the, the, because I don't, like, go throughout the whole floor there's just like a certain area that I that I walk to like either this elevator or this other elevator or the stairs uh, so it's like there's just a, a section of the building that I that I go to uh, one section by the main elevator there's one ring camera in the, the whole area that I travel now okay so is the ring camera okay so um, on the door Right? Is it hanging from the door and it has the ring camera, or is it right in the building? It's well, it's in the building. All the to get into the rooms or apartments, you have to be in the building, right? So, all right. So there's like when office hours are closed, right? Mm -hmm. You have to swipe your key fob twice, okay, to get into the like the front door. If you're like coming in the front. You have to, you know, you do a little, they call it a dongle, and it unlocks the door, and then you're in, like, the room where the the mailboxes are, right? And then you swipe it again to get to the next door, Mm -hmm. right? Which is where the elevators and the gym is, and then you swipe the thing to take the elevator. So, like, the first and second floor 
So you can get to the second floor, which is like where the pool is. Um, you have to uh, do the, the key thing there, but like third floor and up, you don't need the key thing, but you have to, you can't get to those floors unless you go through the first or second. So like all the elevators, you have to swipe the thing. And when closing hours, you have to, or when the place is closed, you have to swipe the thing and the same as the gate garage. Okay. So. Yeah. There's all those security per security features, but our bike still got stolen. Yeah. And you. And I remember when, when we moved in, uh, after like we got our TV and internet hooked up, it was like a couple days. I think maybe it was the same day, like someone called saying that they were from AT and T, and saying that we were selected to get a free gift. And that free gift was either something or uh, like a security camera. I'm like, well, I don't really need this because the place where I live has security features. But it was just like so sketchy and like weird. It seemed like a scam. And I'm like, yeah, um, sorry, I'm not interested. Then they called you your cell phone? But yeah, because uh, that's all I yeah, have is a cell phone. That's true. I mean, like, no one has landlines anymore. I'm like, well, it's like... We don't need that here because there's a lot of security features here. Yeah. It's probably someone trying to scam you and get your life savings. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, anything you want to talk about? Uh, well, there was that guitar thing, but that's okay. We just talked about that. Um, do we have any emails before I get into the next? subject let me check right now probably not no one ever does right yeah we used to get emails in the beginning but no one wants to show some love now nope nothing damn okay so let me just pull up the thingy real quick like so you can find it geocaching do you know what geocaching is no oh so like okay so geocaching is like a treasure hunt, right? Yeah. Um, me and Brett, or Brett and I, we used to geocache. Okay. Um, so, like, I honestly, I, I honestly can't remember how it, like, goes, but there's a website, and I'm pretty sure there was an app for it back in the day. And so there's probably an app now, but uh, basically there's, like, clues and cordon- coordinates, okay. yep. right? And, and and clues so you like you know you, you go try to find these things yeah like a little treasure thing and uh, they're like all over right mm-hmm. so there's like a, there's a shit ton in Canada well um but like I remember the very first one that I did with Brett it was like something I was on 21 like as you're getting close to Canada well, there was like a lookout yeah. right uh, but they have sensed, when I say they, you know, uh, Parks and Recreation probably have revamped that lookout yeah. area. So, like, that geocache is no longer there because it was, like, this little, um, like, film canister, right? Yeah. In a, that was, like, in a, so it's, like, a, how they, like, the parking lot had, you know, like, telephone poles, yeah. like, quartered or... Um, so, like, just, like, a chunk of it was, like, sticking up from the ground, and that was, like, the fence type mm-hmm. of thing. 
So like somebody had a geocache it was like just the, the treasure piece of itself was just like soggy paper that people would write their names on and when they found it. But it was, so it was like a film canister with a piece of wood to make it look like glued to the top mm-hmm. right to make it look like it was blended you know, part in, of the yeah. thing. And, and like and the and the clue was like sit down, enjoy the view or something like that. And then you just like you look and like oh maybe what's this weird piece of wood doing right here and boom there it is and uh so yeah like i saw a thing about geocaching today and it made me think of it because i haven't done it in i don't know a really long time like whenever i got my first iphone i think is so brett and i would geocache on all the time and i saw a thing and got me thinking about it it's like do people do it anymore and like you don't even know what it is. Well, you know, they have a, a thing. I saw an ad on Instagram. It was like a scavenger hunt for mm-hmm. people that want... or Like, basically, they would get clues, and then they would go and find these certain places and scan a code, and then it would give you another clue, and then you scan another code. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard of that, and I've heard a couple other things, but, I mean... People that like, especially me that lives out in the middle of nowhere, no one, no one does that. So I mean, it's kind of pointless unless you live in a city or like uh, somewhere. Yeah, it's kind of. Well, you don't know that people don't do it because you didn't even know what it was. I, I know, I, I don't know what you're talking about because, you know, I've never heard of it. But because you have a life. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but I've heard of like the scavenger hunt. Uh, that I saw on Instagram. Remember uh, back in high school, good old high school days, ratemypoo.com? No. Please elaborate. So, ratemypoo.com was actually like pictures of toilets that had shit in them, and people would rate them from like 1 to 10. And that was like the biggest thing ever. When I was probably eighth, eighth, ninth grade, it was like literally just people taking pictures of like public restrooms with like shit everywhere. So let's say if you had like a little turd in the toilet, it would probably be like one star. But if it was like an explosion of fucking shit, like on the walls, on the, you don't know if it was real or fake, Uh but we rated a 10 and I just remember that. And I remember the librarian of the high school. She's like doing her rounds. Cause I don't know. Yeah. Doing her rounds. And she glanced over and we got detention because we were looking up rate my poo.com. <laughs> okay. That's funny. So, do you remember the Purple Peg, the Purple Pig music festival at all? Yes. It was a short, a short-lived. Yes. Thing no. No. Okay. So let me explain something about town. the Purple Pig real quick, before you go off to that. A Purple Pig was a bar at the end of Dugway Road. Did you know that? Uh, I knew it was a bar somewhere. Yep. It was at the end of Dugway Road. My mom. Uh, which which end? Uh, the one on sixty four. So. Okay. So. Closer to year end, well, 64 end, I yeah. guess you could say. So yeah. 64 had a bar called the Purple Pig, and I've met the owner. And um, 
he's a blind guy. He has a seeing mm-hmm. dog and everything. When Fandango's and Bloomfield was open, he used to come in there with his seeing eye dog. And one time uh, I started conversations with him and he was like, yeah, I'm the owner of the Purple Pig. And I'm like, what the fuck's a purple pig? That's, a, that's not a figure. Yeah, so I was like, crazy old bat. And so I, I talked to him, and then I was like, I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, I met the owner of the purple pig. She's like, do you know where the purple pig was? And I was like, yeah. Or I was like, no. And she was like, yeah, that was the end of Dugway. Like, that used to be a big bar that was hopping back in the day, but it burned down. So, yeah. Okay, so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. Purple All right, pig. so Purple Pig Music Festival, uh, you know, uh, Naple Light, trying to get it going at this property that he owned, and he had, like, a blueberry farm, mm-hmm. and the music festival, and he, like, built a bunch of stages, and so it's, like, the first... I can't remember if it was... Yeah, it was the first... So the year that I moved back from Colorado... Cousin Nathan and I, we went to it. My boss was catering it because it was like really tiny then. But there was a bunch of sh- porter shitters, right? And uh, just like, this is not relevant to the story, but my cousin Nathan, he had like a, a um, he was wearing a U.S. Marine Corps sweatshirt. Okay. And like, I had a full beard and stuff, and I can't remember what his hair was like. But uh, one guy's like, thank you for your service. <laughs> but anywho. At the porta potties, I just remember like I opened up because I had to go potty, and there's just like shit everywhere. Yeah. Like it's like how? Come on, like how? Some people have Crohn's disease, man. That shit fucking hits you hard. It was everywhere, like all over the walls, all over the seat. It's like seriously, come on, fucking goddamn hippies. When we went to the Backstreet Boys concert, um. We, uh, we, there was like, uh, certain park, parking spaces, like everywhere. And they had like porta potties in each one. And so Laura's like, oh, you know, you should go try to use the bathroom before we go to the venue. So I went and literally there's toilet paper everywhere, like wet toilet paper, just everywhere, piss everywhere. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to use it. And I, I, I at the end of the night we just decided to stay when the car ever or let me just rephrase that so if all the cars leave we would stay because they would just wait for the traffic so I ended up drinking beer and I went to the porta potty again it's just fucking a mess they just fucking destroyed that porta potty like think about ordering a porta or owning a porta potty business like, I guess they would just take a hose and just spray that shit down and then reuse it again. Yeah, they like suck every. They have like a. They do this. They have a hose and they suck everything up and then they spray it down with a disinfectant yeah. type of water stuff. Yeah, it's it. Like, I guess it. It might be good money in that shit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Just sure. fucking. I was like. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, it just takes a certain person to clean that shit. But you know what? I've seen crazy. I've seen some crazy shit since I've worked in the hospital. So, yeah. I've I've spent my fair share of years using porta potties and you know field exercises and whatnot. So yeah. One time, 
two of my fellow Navy personnel, they dropped their phones in the Porsche. Um, and then, you know, like, not long after that happened, uh, people came to clean it up. Like, hey, uh, we got two phones. One guy's like, yep, I need it back. And the other guy's like, nope, I don't want it. It's in poop. I don't yeah. want it. I wouldn't want that shit either. Fuck that. I mean, if you had a warranty, maybe, but you got to bring that fucking phone. Let's say you had the Apple phone. You bring that to the uh, Apple store or whatever fucking shit. You put it on the counter. That shit's on the counter now. That shit. But you know what? It's probably not there. Or it's not your problem because you know what? I have a warranty. Yeah, like, you can deal with the feces. I remember, I remember so it was like when the Apple phones first came out. I was at the Apple store in Victor. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I was, like, buying something or doing something, but I just remember, like, people taking their phones to the Genius Bar yep. when, it, when it was a thing, and the dudes were, really like, looking in the, the, um, the fuck's it called, the, uh, the headphone jack, yep. right, with a flashlight, oh, yep, it, you got water on it, uh, we can't fix it. Oh. It's like, well, how do you know? And it's just like, impossible. I've never had it. It's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You got water in it. So, like, you take your poop phone, right? You're like, oh, yeah, you got poop in it. Sorry, we can't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, should we talk about the Bills thing, or is that a little bit too dark? Uh, I mean, it's not that dark. Maybe we shouldn't but, talk about so, it. So, it was just, it was just funny. So, like, you know how Ahmet is like a conspiracy theorist, yep. and he ever he has every right to be. Ahmet, I believe a lot of the stuff you say because you know you're one of the few, bro. You're one of the few. I don't know if you ever listen to this, but yeah, it's we love you, brother. So anywho, uh, I just remember him saying stuff about how like a lot of like European soccer players mm-hmm. are just like dropping dead, right? Yeah. So like. I, I had no idea what was going on when the, that game was happening. It was like, my, I'm in this text chat with my uncle and my cousin and TJ. And Scott was just talking about the bills. And I was just like, we were doing something. So I was like, not really preoccupied by the phone like I usually am. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like, it's like blowing up because they're talking about it. And they're talking about how they didn't really say anything happened. So I was just like, I Googled it. And it's like, yeah, the uh, the the dude had a let's just say he had a heart attack, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a heart attack. But uh, so it's like, oh man, maybe, maybe it's crazy. Maybe it's you know from the the corona vaccine. And I, I didn't say anything, but I was like thinking of that. And then um, like someone out of those three people said something about that, and it's like, yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, I was like, allegedly, you know, like European soccer players are dropping like flies because of you know the corona stuff. And, like, before I hit send, TJ said something similar along the lines of that, too. But, and then, you know, reading the news today about, because it's all over Yahoo News, and Yahoo News is, like, the worst. <laughs> they're so biased. Um, yeah, they're so biased. It's bad. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about, it was, like, let me see if it's on here still, but so I can say what it actually said but uh, hold on one second I'm just gonna go look for it see if I yeah it's right here perfect (laughs) hurry up Evan 
so the 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 headline on Yahoo News for this it says baseless tweets begin with minutes of NFL collapse. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's what the headline says, and then. Uh, COVID misinformation spikes in wake of DeMar Hamlin's on-field collapse. The baseless tweets begin to circulate within minutes of Buffalo Bills safety, de- whatever the dude's name is, stunning collapse on the field during Monday Night Football. Anti-vaxxers and right-wing provocateurs sought to link the injury that left Hamlin in critical condition and the coronavirus vaccine without any evidence. Their claims built on years of coronavirus vaccine misinformation that has been seeded across social media. And then a bunch of more bullshit. Uh, blah, 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 But let's get down to the comments, see what some people are saying. All right. We are told to follow science, those are the pursuit of answers according to science require asking questions. It does seem that more perfectly healthy athletes in their prime are having heart issues. Increased frequency, with increased frequency, it needs to be considered and questioned if you legitimately want to say your a following of the science uh, to shut down and questioning is shutting down science. In actual science, with a medical situation happens, everything is on the table, blah, 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 blah. But there, there was one thing that I read that someone said, um, about how this person was in the military and they, like, you know, like, they've, we have all these vaccinations, right? And then, like, you know, nothing nothing bad happened with any of those. Yeah. Right? And then, like, the coronavirus. There's, like, this person was talking about, then he had to get the he had to get the coronavirus. And he's never been more sick in his life. And he got the second one. And he'd been worse. And then, like, the doctor advised him, don't get the booster since you're having a real hard time with this. But, like, yeah. So, I don't want to say that the dude, you know, is having issues with the corona vaccine. But, you know. Two cardiologists, I didn't read the article, but two cardiologists, blah, 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 bliss. And then, you know, there's people who are like, yeah, the dude took a hit to the chest pretty hard, so that could have, like, knocked his heart out of out of rhythm, but, you know. Well, you know, you, know. you got to look at the person's diet, too. I mean, I was watching, well, spoiler alert to anyone that, uh, wants to watch Clerks 3. They say, you know, you, you gotta watch what you eat because after a while it can catch up to you. You know? So true. Look at me. I'm like a bowl full of jelly. If you're not active, like when I was working for JIE, I would sit in front of the computer, eat, take naps. You know, I was not healthy. And like the first week I was working at the hospital, I would have, like, you know, leg pain and, like, chest pain. But then after, like, after that week, I was fine. But, yeah, it just, it all depends on, like, what you eat and shit. And what you do and how active you are. Yeah, it's like, I go to the gym a couple times a week but I, I feel like I'm at my heaviest that I've ever been. I haven't stepped on a scale since September but I was like 230 pounds mm-hmm. and like when I was in New York I, I got down to 213 and I don't know if it's like we've talked about this before like being at sea level I think also has something to do Maybe, with it yeah. as opposed to being like higher up 
elevations where your blood is working harder and all that stuff, but that's why I'm going to lose 52 pounds in 52 weeks. Fingers crossed. I mean, if you worked at where I work, you will lose the pounds because I... Oh, are you guys hiring? Um, I think the afternoon shift's hiring, but I don't think any... I don't think, like, the day is hiring. Alright, it's like I just need to do, like, four or three 12-hour days, right? You could probably do that, yeah. I was like, need to, like, get it in writing. I'm going to work this many hours of these days. Mm. Don't try this because we this... This BS holiday. You can be changing every other be, every other holiday. You can be per diem. They can call you when they need you, and then you can work. That's it's what like, some people do I, there. When I uh, start looking for a job again, I'm going to, you know, taking things that I've read and learned, and try to apply that, but like, and get it all in writing, saying like I want to work. This many hours from this day, any days? Four 10 hour days in a row. And then, um, and, you know, get that in writing saying, yeah, we can do that. And all that stuff. And, and then, like, there's other things. Like, you know, did you have, like, an actual job interview? Yep. Okay, well, so my like, job they... interview was over the phone. And then, yeah. I, because well, basically everyone knows me already, or like, cause Laura works there, so everyone mm-hmm. kind of knew me already. So I had like a job over the phone interview, and it only took like ten minutes. Yeah. So like, did they ask you the question? So do you have any questions for us at the end? Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, I don't have any. Thanks for your time. Uh, that's not that's not what you want to do. But like, I can't remember exactly what it is that I. I I don't think I'd have it written down, but basically you want to be like, ask questions of like, in this position, uh, what do people do to like succeed and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And then like, what do I need to do to succeed in this position and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And like, what is the onboard hiring process or what is the onboard training process like? I'm like, oh, good questions. Like, and what can I expect after being in this position for a few years? What can I expect for more challenges and stuff like that. So they should, you know, see that you're like the dude for the job or whatever, you know? So I'm going to try to take those things that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know what? Apply to work at a gas station. (laughs) There you go. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, New York right now is like, there's a million jobs right now. I all indeed, that uh, job searching website. Mm-hmm. Have I get emails every day with a list of jobs that are happening? So yeah, I mean, there's jobs out there. I'm sure you could. Do you ever get any offers? No, I I made I didn't make a profile, but I I signed up for their their like job list. So I'll get mm-hmm. every day a job list of what's going what's. Uh, what's available and whatnot so i mean it's 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 almost i don't know i mean i'm sure once you move back to new york you'll find a job it yeah now the thing is though you have a kid is your Mm -hmm. is your wife gonna be like a stay-at-home mom no she's gonna be working too yeah so like she's you know 
she pretty much has the internship, mm-hmm. right? Where she can, you know, leave, where we can leave here and she can finish her six months back home, mm-hmm. right? So she like, she's got the internship with the company. Okay. Now we now we just need it to be approved on the Navy's end. Oh, okay, right? okay. So so she she told them today that hey my you know my request to work for you guys has been routed. She's like great, or not she, but like they were like great. Uh, let us know when it gets approved, and we can hash out all the details. So then I asked her, it's like hey, do they have any like uh, you know job openings in the survey department for people that have no survey skills? Hmm. For me, for me, because you know, yeah. like, I don't. I've like, I was like, you know, been in the Navy for, you know, going on ten years in this March, and like, I have like, no skills. Yeah, I mean, right. Besides, like, I'm driving driving trucks, but I don't want to be a truck driver, and I don't want to be a heavy equipment operator. The only heavy equipment operator that I want to do is I want to be a snow groomer. Oh, that would be a. That would be a. I'm going to go back to 2000, so that would be a bomb job. Just grooming, grooming the snow, yeah. right? That's what I want to do. Yeah. I just, yeah. All right, well, that's going to be it for the Bogart Podcast this week. Uh, again, call on the show. We want to hear what you say. 585. Yeah, people, come on. Five. It's like we're talking to nobody you know, here, all right? Let us know that you're listening. 585-678-1660. You can email the show, thebogartpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Other side of what? My asshole. Oh, wait, w- one more thing. Um, How much stick do you suck? This has been a Beer Pirate Radio production.